hitting record because I am already two Irish coffees deep. Uh, something tells me Nikki and I are spending this very differently, Nick Rod here. Um, but I'm excited. <laughs> he's the rumor is he's going to tell us about his new book, Training with Danaher, Hookers, Blow, and Psychological <laughs> Abuse. But that's no, uh, uh, that's still. To, Raph, do you want to introduce him actually? Because I've got like four more book yeah. titles. I don't think I should say out loud. Yeah, I'll I'll go from here. Uh, you know, 400 episodes. It's a big milestone. So you need a big guest. So one of my first thoughts was big guest. Who's big right now? Not just like Kevin Nash. Up, who's whoever oh, used to play the Undertaker. Sorry, I'm just spitballing. You should have done that before. So you're not in the wrong sense. He is vaguely pro wrestling. Uh, I will tell you this. Originally, this young man was listed as Nick Johnson in my uh, phone because I thought he was a Walmart version of The Rock. And it comes out closer and closer to the day. He's becoming more and more like The Rock in terms of gaining a following. However, he is a dear friend of our show. It is time to bring on, for his premiere on Verbal Tap, our good friend, Nicky Rod. Nick Rodriguez, how are you doing, sir? What's happening, guys? Good to be here. What are you doing right now? Just a lot of working out? Are you kind of in fuck it mode and still training? How are you uh, spending the distancing? Yeah, uh, no, I've been still training every day. The listing has been an issue, though. Like, uh, all, literally all the gyms are closed. Even my like my apartment complex has a, uh, has a small listing facility here, and they just shut it down even to the residents. So, you know, I'm, I'm back to the basics, back to prison workouts for, you know, the time being. But, yeah, no, I've still been <laughs> training, training, training jiu-jitsu and wrestling uh, every day. Yeah, that shit don't, don't stop me. Prison workouts. Here's tough time to be Nick Rod's neighbor right now, Raph. <laughs> that guy's uh, gotten some tough, tough night visits. Now, Nick, here's my question that has been of concern to, I think, the community. Has this pandemic forced you to wear a shirt yet? No, dude, I, was, I literally just got back in practice, and we trained two hours shirtless. ADCC little dog. Okay, this is further on... You have a you have a you kind of have to stay sharp. You have a BJJ Fanatics series coming out that I believe is called Big Guy Pushing: The Art of Not Grappling. Is that accurate? <laughs> uh, uh, I can't release any uh, any top secret fucking dates yet, buddy. Okay, perfect. Top and, secret stuff. <laughs> and you're sponsored by Future Kimonos, and it's worth noting you don't even wear a rash guard. <laughs> yeah. Future Kimonos, BJJ Fanatics, yeah, got the hookup. Um, yeah, no, I don't wear, I don't wear, wear a rash card unless they pay me a substantial amount of money. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. How much to get verbal it's... tap tattooed on your back? What's have you started pricing that like <laughs> oh, a NASCAR yeah. yet? <laughs> yeah, like pretty, I'm pretty much in NASCAR right now. The NAS, I'm a walking billboard, and I treat myself that way. All right. <laughs> I just, I was concerned because I feel like. The minute we see you training in a rash guard, that's when we know that our world civilization is truly in danger. So, like, you're <laughs> essentially a uh, a color scheme for us to recognize, like, oh, no, panic. He's got a rash guard on. Something's not right with our health here in the United States. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Nikki, here's, here's my question to you, bud. I know you're talking about prison workouts, but... I only do jujitsu as my form of workouts. So we're getting into a real dire situation as my main cardio has been chasing my puppy around my place and she is over <laughs> it. So obesity, here I come. What can we do at this time that doesn't involve push-ups? 
Uh, well, if you're looking to get cardio in, um, I'm actually doing some filming for a a uh, what's it called? God, I'm slipping words right now. Doing some filming for a shadow wrestling uh, series. So shadow wrestling is a, is a very underlooked and essential part of honestly my game. Uh, it is my it is something I do every day pre uh, pre before practice and every day every day competition. That's my warm up. I shadow wrestle. Um, and it's, uh, there's many different techniques to it, but, uh, it's actually really good cardio. Um, it's really great for the, for the legs and keeping a, keeping a good stance and, uh, lets you visualize, you know, the, the task at hand, the, the opponent that you're going to, you're going to see shortly. So shadow wrestling, man, will we'll get you that cardio and it really help you, uh, technique wise, you know, keeping the stance and, and being more efficient on your feet. I'm already exhausted thinking about shadow wrestling, but how much space do you yeah. need? Like, are you... So you're doing a shot, and then you're kind of staying on all fours and just sort of moving. Uh, yeah. So you you don't need much space. You need about uh, the circle of a wrestling mat, the inner circle of a wrestling mat, which may be four like four foot in diameter or something like that. Um, so not not that much space at all. I mean, I I warm up, you know, fully warm up in in hallway in hallways and closet spaces if, if needed. So yeah, you don't need much room. You don't need a partner for it. Um, and it's, it really is uh, helps you to be more efficient on the feet. Hell yeah, more efficient. And who are you prepping for? Do you have someone in your mind right now that you're wrestling? I mean, you train with. We don't like to say the a lot of nice things about Gary because, frankly, that's the surefire way to never talk to him again. Give him. Um, and this is good. <laughs> this is good dating advice for the whole Dan or her death squad. I strongly, if you're trying to land one of these guys, just be super mean to him. You do you have an opponent <laughs> in your head that you're shadow wrestling, or is it just the uh, the behemoths you train with on a regular basis? No, no, it, it's everybody, man. I, I, I when I'm shadow wrestling, I'm envisioning you know my opponents, my future opponents in front of me, uh, you know, attacking me and wrestling them defensively and offensively, mentally. Um, so, like, you know, I, I really don't specify unless I have uh, an a, a competition that coming up. You know, what I mean? if I had a certain person i have i'll have their game plan in mind uh during my during my shadow wrestling but besides that i'm just working on getting better at, at the techniques i'm doing in in my shadow wrestling can i pitch something to you as a counter because it's all about balance i've been practicing something called uh -huh. shadow love making during the social distancing have you tried uh -huh. to apply this same type of forcefulness to your love life no i'm more of a hands-on kind of guy <laughs> okay so just to follow <laughs> wrestling you can still get some cardio in sex not interested no shadow love making for no. nikki rodriguez all right no fake sex is bad sex <laughs> the guy doesn't even you, wear a you shirt tell that to I can Gary, imagine. okay i don't have sex without a rash guard on for many reasons but that's just Fair. been uh, a, a personal preference no that's that's pretty cool so how do you get training in on the underground right now is it just a group of you that are like, fuck it, we're just going to go to the gym? Uh, exactly. That's exactly it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we got a, a small group of like, you know, four or five of us that are, that are healthy. Uh, we plan on staying healthy and, you know, stay away from everybody else that doesn't matter and doesn't train. And, um, you know, we only train with each other and, you know, we're, we're making, looking out for each other, you know, as far as training goes, you know, we, we all, we've been partners with, for, with each other for a long time. So we know how to roll and how to roll efficiently and when to turn it up and whatnot. But yeah, we've been great getting really good sessions and man, um, you know, there's no, no stopping here. So while, while everybody's taking breaks, you know, I'm, uh, I'm pulling overtime. 
Like a whole underground. It's like Fast and the Furious for grappling right now, Raph. There's just a ton of people doing this, you know, from the West Coast to the East Coast. Because grapplers, they're going to grapple. Fighters are going to fight. Go ahead. Sorry. I've just got a Paul Walker, Vin Diesel thing in my head now that I can't shake. And I love it. You're not wrong. And I think one thing people have been considering a lot is how long until they go back. And... That's been a huge issue, but I, I actually want to go back to this mental wrestling game and you implementing your game and and knowing that that's what you can control. One thing that w- you guess couldn't control was engagement. We recently had an event where there was tag team wrestling and it was awkward. And I want to get your take on it because you and Vinny and whatever diseases, you know, this is all Craig Jones's fault if I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> but can you take us through your recollection of the last submission underground event? Because to us, it looked odd, but go on. Yeah. Uh, so going in, going into the match, right. The, for our, our, me and Craig's game plan was to pull Vinny, uh, whoever was going out first to our corner and then do a bunch of tags and, and attempts to get submissions, you know, and but just, just hold them in our corner um, so that's our original game plan. So literally, whistle blows, and Vinny just sits on Kyle's toes. So every time I engage, uh, you know, if I was to fully engage, I'd be exposing my back to Kyle, which in turn would just he would just hop on my back because there's no set. There's not like you can the guy Vinny can tag Kyle's foot, and then Kyle can just engage me. You know what I mean? While I'm in, in Vinny's guard. Uh, so it was just, what, what really needs to happen is we need like uh, a set rule, like stalling calls, you know what I mean? Maybe we get, a, we get a point or you lose a point for, for stalling calls, something like that, uh, to re- to enforce, uh, you know, like engagement sucks for the fans. You know, they don't want to see more matches like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. They, they beat us, uh, strategically and you know, it should happen. Then we live and learn. We got to go. You're already deeply. I don't like how respectful this interview is starting out, mm-hmm. Raph. You hear him? Let's be respectful of the rules. This is where you got to smash. Nick Rod, you go just <laughs> attack Kyle Boheem. Let Craig Jones get in on some Vinny. See, see about testing those unbreakable <laughs> knees. And let pandemonium uh, I, I and like, chaos I, go. I feel like I, I really don't need to because two weeks or a week and a half prior, uh, I had a match with Vinny and Kyle the same day, and I whooped both their asses pretty easily. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't really need to prove a point. And even in even in submission on the ground, you know, uh, completely shut down anything Vinny tried to do. He uh, he just ran from me. You know, Kyle, they started him on my back, and he ended up holding, holding on longer. Couldn't get a submission. You know, this is this is his this is his game, and he couldn't sub a, a purple belt. You know, that's only been and that's his second EBI uh, event ever. So, uh, yeah, I don't have anything to, plan, to, to you know, complain about or prove, you know, when, when, the time, when it was actually go time, when it was a real match, you know, I got, I got on top, I got to their backs, and I got in dominant positions every single time. Yeah, and I'm watching, I, I mean, don't know if running is the right answer, Vinny's currently got his ass concreted to the mat, and his, um, anything uh, anyone's ever made fun of Keenan about, Vinny's doing right now. He is boot scooting backwards, and it's not going great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I mean, because, you know, they, they found out what I'm capable of, you know, a week or two prior to that, so they, they just want no part of it, you know, I'm, 
you know, I'm the kind of athlete that's, uh, I'm not only going for the sub, I'm, I'm there to hurt you. You know what I mean? I, especially those two, I'm not, not big fans of them. So, you know, when I get my hands on them, it's, it's always a bad day. So they, you know, they, they want the, the tag team thing strategically, but, you know, in the odds that I do see them, whether that be ADCC or another event, you know, like I said, I'm just progressing at a rapid pace and I'm continuing to do so. So, you know, by the time I do, I do run into them, it's just going to be even worse. You know, I can guarantee submissions on both ends. I'm happy to hear this perspective because one thing I know about you is that you like to actually have a clash. Like you, you thrive in those situations. So when you have an opponent that seems like they're disengaging at any point, it seems like it's making you matter. And uh, I can appreciate that. But I want to ask because I guess the fallout of these events is that everybody goes on social media and talks shit. And yet you don't. You kind of just post your shit and get in, get out. Like, are you amused by any of this? Because I know you have to see it. But when you see people like Vinny and then, I guess, Kyle and then even Gordon, everybody has a take on what this is. But in actuality, there wasn't a whole bunch of stuff that happened. So what is your take when you see, I guess, the fallout and the explanations of like, oh, we we knew that he was going to be hyper aggressive. So we didn't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh you know i uh, social media is a game you know it's a it's a way to create income and and have some fun so i i take everything with a grain of salt man i take it very lightly you know i don't let that shit really bother me uh but uh, with that said i like to i like to i like my actions to speak you know i like to go out there and tell a story with the way i move and the way i compete you know that's why you know, the whole black belt slayer thing is just just caught on so so well and so fast because um, I was able to kind of let people know, uh, you know, along the way, along my road to ADCC, what I was, uh, what I, what I was doing, how I was having success, and then I displayed, uh, dis- displayed that fully, you know, come ADCC and every event uh, uh, post ADCC. So, yeah, I like to, I like to let my actions do the speaking. And you've been on quite a tear, which is one of the fun parts of this. You've, you've become a grappler. People just enjoy watching people definitely enjoy booking has anyone pitched like a two-on-one match to you yet <laughs> where you because truthfully <laughs> if uh they were like kevin we want to want you to fight nikki rodriguez we're like great me and who else is on my team um versus him so has that been something they've pitched at all it's like let's see how many purple belts nikki rod can submit in a row uh, I mean, I pretty much had that with Kyle and Vinny. They, you know, they they tag teamed up and Craig kind of sat in the corner. Uh, so it's not that far off, you know what I mean? I can hold my own if they, if they want to do a two on one. I'd be I'd be all for it. Um, Around call, minute seven, uh, Craig looks a little too comfortable watching you do the work. As a matter of fact, he looks like he's really enjoying it. <laughs> Craig's a big fan of Nicky Rod, so you know we have good chemistry out there. I mean understandable and i mean craig really likes people who carry the load for him because uh you know it's funny we actually so craig and i messaged i think it was after submission underground and he messaged me and he's like was it really that bad and i was like it wasn't good craig i don't know how to tell you this and he was telling me before he made it public but he was saying he was trying to give the money back did you at any point try to stop him and say like craig craig no don't give the money back just give it to me and oh, no, no problem. No. Uh, no, so I know I know he's so bad because he was able to compete. Uh, now he did. He was he was sick of you know their competition. Uh, so you know uh, 
But again, if the only thing is right, if Craig, if Craig just told me like, so just any time before competition, they're like, yo, I'm definitely can't do the overtime round. I would have had a game plan. You know, I'm not, I'm not the level where I can just like game plan off, off the back and, and change and ch- change what I have to do like right away. Like, yeah, I have, I have, uh, you know, I can do those things more so on my feet, but when it comes to the ground stuff, it's like, fuck, I really have to sit there and think about it. So if I had more of a, a game plan going into overtime, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have forgot simple things. You know, I did, I've had some mistakes with head position, uh, hand fighting, and I didn't even, didn't even chase, chase like a, a back triangle. Um, so a couple of those, uh, you know, skipped mental notes uh, are, are easily preventable by having a game plan. So if he was, if he would told me like, you know, 10 minutes before, like, yo, I fucking feel terrible. I just knew that he was sick, but sick, sick to me still sounds, still sounds like you're going to work the, that same day, you know? So right, uh, right. if I had, if I went in there with a game plan, you know, uh, we would have had a better outcome, but, uh, you know, I, I live and learn and now I know, you know, I always have to have plan for the worst, you know? So it's a rookie mistake on my part. Well, no problem. Let's... Rookie, almost. But that's bullshit, Rap. I'm not giving him rookie yeah. status anymore. I appreciate it. But uh, <laughs> post-ADCC, you're now a veteran, sweetheart. This is the Danner yeah. thing. You can already tell. Danner's like, you're brand new. You've got nothing but opportunity. Yeah. Well, I also, so one of the fun parts, you're, you did a little Bernardo Faria showing off the cartwheel pass. You're yeah. still you're still in the point where like I get why black belts like teaching moves, right? They're trying to show, but you're still in this place where you're kind of developing your game. Do you have a small spitefulness where you're like, fuck that, I shouldn't show people my bread and butter cartwheel, or are you just uh you're good to go? You're like, fuck it, they'll make me better. <laughs> no, I, I think it's awesome dude, because I, I I posted that thing uh, you know, on social media and I had hundreds of people uh, sending me videos of them actually like doing the doing the moves in practice and attempting it, attempting it in uh, in a competition. So you know, definitely uh, uh, not just nationwide, but I had a worldwide um, kind of outbreak of that of that style pass. You know, I've I've had so many different people from different countries uh, kind of trying to uh, do the same style pass with me and tagging and stuff. So it's it's good, man. No uh, no hard feelings. So guys, uh, any content I put out there, it's it's for the better. It's about better everybody. Raf and I won't even show each other our moves. We're no, like, no, no. Let's, uh, let's not talk about what we've been working on this week, <laughs> just in case. I actually well, would. Well, the thing is, right? Like, if if you if I if I show you guys a move, um, I'm not doing my job if I if I stop drilling that move. You know, if I should be drilling that move, every move that I know, or constantly, you know, I constantly want to improve. So if you run a move today, you know. Six months from now, I'm going to be way better at that move than I than I was with the day that I showed you. And, and same thing, you'll be catching up to me because I've learned it first. All right. Yes, he's, he's way but, nicer than he looks, Raph. He's all tattered the, up and shirtless, and now he just seems like a softy. I know it's <laughs> it's a real it's a real uh, difference of how it appears on TV. Nick, here's an important thing that I think we need, also need to discuss, which is there seems to be this never ending. Uh, crossover between wrestling and jujitsu. You speak both languages. How do we make this an actual thing? Because on the one hand, you can get a submission and you get someone to give up. And on the other hand, you can beat somebody in 20 seconds. And yet to me, they both look like excellence in their crafts. And yet the internet is still talking nonsense. So to me, how do we make something like this exciting going forward because it seems like it's still 
in completely different realms. So what I think is that we take we take uh, you know a, a hybrid match. So like say you something like ADCC is so good because it really is it really is a blend of both of these sports, right? But the only mm-hmm. only only kind of thing that hinders it is it is the ability for those these guys to pull guard. Um, now I don't mean pull guard as as far as like pull guard and attack. I'm talking about the guys that just pull guard and kind of back away. They playing the whole game defensively. Now if we could eliminate that as far as maybe have like a stall call or some kind of uh, disadvantage point, you know what I mean? Um, to to create constant constant action. Um, I think that that makes for scrambles, and that's the scrambles is really where the gray area lies. You know, that's where the jujitsu and the wrestling kind of meshes into its own sport. Um, I I think I think the more the more we have that, the more entertaining uh, the sport's going to become. And uh, yeah, I, I think we're going to eventually we're going to get into in, into the realm of you know stalling calls equal maybe a negative point or a positive point for the opponent. Um, I think that would make for more action and kind of blend the sports uh, a little bit better together. Because, like, if you see Gordon going off and saying, like, um, actually, I can get uh, 19 different takedowns on 19 different people if you put them in front of me and it's proven because scientifically I've done it. Do you ever just kind of go to him and be like, hey, bro, you know, uh, maybe not as much, you know, just like a, like 10 percent less would be good. <laughs> no, I mean he does his own thing. If he, the thing is, like he doesn't just talk. He says, he says facts. You know what I mean. So like, if he if he says he can do something, chances are he has he has uh he's going to be able to do it. You know, I've seen him take take down some some serious wrestlers. Um, so, except retirement. Know, well, he you would be the retirement. only one to have seen he, uh, it. He so, really blew uh, it. The that. rest of us are still <laughs> waiting to see it at some point. Because uh, yeah. that's the fun part to us. You know, I mean, but well, here's I mean, the nice part. Takedown to us, takedown take to us is is always ADCC. You know, not not like wrestling score, scoring. So like takedown, control your guy for three seconds on the ground. That's what we're That's what I'm referring to as a takedown. Not just like sitting his butt on the mat and let him scramble back up. There we go. Okay, so yeah, no, I I get what you're putting down there. Um, it's just really like it just doesn't look right, and I feel that the spirit is in good faith. Like, I think people are interested in seeing it, but when you know there are going to be these blowouts and they're hyping it up and, you know, all of us are looking at it. And my favorite comment that you see afterwards is, well, we knew exactly what we knew going in. The person at wrestling (laughs) is really good at wrestling. And the person at jujitsu is really good at jujitsu. So to me, I just think like, I think there's some way that we can get this together because I do like the idea of, wrestling fans watching us and understanding us better because I have an appreciation for wrestlers. Uh, I know how hard it is. And I think it's really cool that they're taking more and more interest in what we do. So I'm all for it. It's just, I hate the idiocracy that happens after it. <laughs> it's, it really is an interesting, uh, you know, matchup. Like, because it's such it's such a different cardio on the body. Like me, me versus Gordon, for instance. Uh, if Gordon's pull, Gordon's starting on his butt, he's butt scooting, attacking, attacking whatever he's attacking. He can literally sit there and attack for hours and not get tired. His core won't get so, sore. He just he can go offensively from the bottom, not stop. Um, now, if you stand us up, uh, it's the complete opposite. As as I would be tired on the ground. He, uh, he's tired of standing up, and I'm like, I could fucking hand fight and take shots for hours, no problem. Um, so when, so like, 
you know, when you have a, a Pat Downey versus Gordon Ryan kind of match, you know, the, those uh, kind of cardios are, are, are totally in, in, in different realms. So it, it, it still makes for interesting, man. It, it's, uh, I think, I think eventually, you know, we're going to have a lot of, uh, a lot of jujitsu athletes that develop the wrestling game highly and vice versa. You know, we're going to have a lot of wrestlers that, that have high level jujitsu uh, in, in, in the near future, especially, you know, going into the next ADCC. And I have some questions about this because you, you, you're kind of hitting at it, but you fought Pat Downey, um, who's a very large human being. And for someone not at that competitive level, he would rip right through me, for example. My jiu-jitsu would be okay, but pretty ineffective against someone as athletic and that high level of wrestling. What's, is it a similar difference? Because you're kind of comparing it to Gordon, but you fought Buchecha, you fought Kenyon Darte. Those are sort of the behemoths that kind of have that softer jujitsu style as opposed to someone like Pat Downey who has a very aggressive wrestling style. What do you notice as key differences in how they fight you or how you fight them? Well, uh, somebody like, like Pat Downey is going to come at you uh, hard because, you know, in his mind, he only had six minutes um, to go as hard, score as many points as he as he can in those six minutes. You know, so his body is adapted; it's trained to have fast switch muscles to be super explosive and then go dead dead silent on the pace and then explode again and then go back to hand fighting. Uh, and then you know, in in the realm of like somebody like Duarte in the ADCC game, um, it's uh, it's more based on on uh, you know defensive wrestling. Like he wants you to shoot down on him so he can score, so he can make a scramble and score. He wants you to uh, and it's it's more of a slower pace, you know, because we do have you can have a a twenty minute match and the finals potentially forty minute match, so you definitely you know you pace yourself a lot more uh, as opposed to a wrestling match. If you're a jujitsu person out there right now, who should we go look at? Because I was, I this is obviously a tough time of year for a lot of reasons, but one of the times I definitely tune into college wrestling is for the NCAA championship, because if you want to get tired while watching television, that will do it. But you've got some some people across. I, I mean, Bo Nichols, somebody that that I would initially throw out. Who for you? Who would you throw out as some people that jujitsu athletes can go Google and get some ideas and some some wrestling tips while they're while they're distancing. Uh, I mean, it really sucks that NCAA isn't happening this year because of uh, everything that's going on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Flow Wrestling has tons of uh, tons of. Uh, you know, videos and highlights that you can check out. Uh, I, for me, I watch I watch more of the big boys. Um, you know, uh, the the heavyweights uh, uh, like Anthony Cesar. I, I watch some some Stephen Gable. Um, yeah, to, I like the I like to get a lot of diversity uh, when I'm when I'm watching uh, any any type of uh, you know wrestling jujitsu. Um, but yeah, you know, if you if you have some time, definitely you guys got to go on there and take a look. You know, just just seeing and visualizing these guys, uh, how much more athletic they move than than guys that grapple. Like it's it's it really is. It's it's like wrestling makes you into an athlete, even if you if you're not coordinated, if you're not fast, if you're not flexible. Um, you know, the, these movements that they do in the wrestling practices definitely makes you into an athlete, makes your your body more aware, more aware, and, and knows how to move a lot better. So. Uh, yeah, a little bit of everything, man, for sure. Oh, yeah. I can, I always, there's shadow wrestling videos. A lot of, I've, I've got an inclination to start some of those that's just uh, proving how desperate my social interaction is getting in the near future. So we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted. Maybe sometime we'll have to get a bet together and uh, find out how Nicky Rod 
shadow wrestles because I'm familiar with shadow boxing, oh. but this one's uh, completely new to me. So uh, I'll have. Well, to I'll tell you out. this much: the people who can rear window into my place will definitely be like, and Raph's officially lost it. Is that guy who lost he, his uh, mind? <laughs> Does he think he's with someone? He's. He looks like he's celebrating an imaginary takedown. Good for him. <laughs> I, you and I would spend most of our time celebrating, not not actually oh, uh, yeah. working harder. Listen, it we there are, we have a wrestling class, and I will go to it. And uh, I'll tell you this much: the difference between people's reactions when they say, "Hey, we're going to do this. Uh, it's two minutes. Keep it up," and then everybody goes, "Oh, I left it on three minutes." The look on everybody's face of like, why would you do that to us? Of like one minute difference in wrestling versus jujitsu is like overthrowing and killing the person who fucked up. Um, but yeah, no, it is it is quite the best workout there is. Well, Nikki Rod, here's the thing, dude. You know, you were supposed to be at Polaris. It looks like they are keeping you home because they're keeping it all UK athletes. Um, so that's sad. Uh, what is in the horizon for you, sir? just watching a lot of weeds what are you what are you watching and getting ready for? um yeah i had i had like a ton of seminars and uh like three of our matches lined up but yeah everything's canceled dude like people are just uh dropping dead over here in the northeast everybody's freaking out yeah yeah, yeah you guys have it there's just not much going on at all i mean you guys have it hit the hardest and i, I feel like we're gonna regroup uh you know once we get a hold of what all is actually happening. And uh, I think that people will at least get back to it. So I just like the idea that once it's all said and done, is there somebody that you have in mind that you would like to have a match with? Because at this point, you've already had a who's who list of people on our side. Or do you well, even yeah, have I wanna, an intro? I, I want to be the, the guys that I lost to. You know, I want I want Duarte. I want I lost to... Uh, uh, Barbosa, you know, some, some EBI overtime round for the BJ fanatics. Uh, yeah. So I, I like to get those wins back in my, in my pocket for sure. BJJ fanatics. You can keep an eye on them for what he's got coming out future kimonos. If in a month you're in the mood for a kimono or, uh, any of their <laughs> just no gi equipment as well. Nicky Rod, we're we're big fans. The community are big fans, and we cannot tell you how much we appreciate you coming on. And uh, sorry we didn't get to more Gary Tone and insults. Come back on. We will get to them. <laughs> no problem, guys. I really appreciate you guys having me. you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is